G'day humans, what's good work? Chris Funder here with Fruity's Alex for a delayed but uh, extended edition of the Weekly Wrestling Wrap for this week. Alex, how are you, mate? I'm uh, feeling... Oof. It's, it's, it's tough to say how I feel. I feel torn. Uh, I'm a huge admitted uh, Cody Rhodes mark. I've never turned my back on him, unlike the fickle humans out there. What about your <laughs> neck? Have you turned your neck on him? Uh, <laughs> no, no, I, I was planning on getting a matching tattoo on my neck, but... The Australian nightmare. Yeah. It, it would be like, it would be the same logo except half Australian flag, half Filipino flag. Ooh. <laughs> Actually, that would look kind of good if it wasn't on a neck. Um, yeah, yeah, it so, would. Yeah, uh, so Cody, like, this whole thing has had me so torn. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, so the news has come out that uh, Cody and Brandy Rhodes have departed AEW. Uh, all parties putting out a statement saying they wish each other all the best going forward. Given that he's an EVP, uh, the reports coming from various sources that I've heard the last few months uh, it being reported that the EVPs were on good terms. Yeah, it's um, it's it's interesting. Um, I've seen like the Matt Jackson on Twitter, uh, on Instagram, posting nice comments on Cody's post. So you you never know, like the EVP thing. Like it could also be like it could. It could be not the Young Bucks. It could be Jericho, who's kind of an EVP. Kenny Omega kind of is. Who knows where the head is. Uh, not Brian Danielson, but uh, Christopher Daniels. Isn't he somewhat talent relation? Well, he's, sort of person? He's talent relations, but not an EVP, which uh, I'm still confused. <laughs> I'm still confused about the roles there, but yeah. Um, you know what? I think if there's ever a guy to do it, this is the right guy that to jump from AEW to WWE and more than likely going to have a good shot at succeeding in WWE. Now, you've got to remember also, AEW the first couple of months were taking quite a number of shots at uh, WWE, but um, one AVP yeah. more than others. <laughs> And that was Cody. Yeah, exactly. That's why he's going to be, as much as he said he would never turn, I think he's going to be the hottest heel in WWE if they book him right. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, I'd, I think you're a lot more um, optimistic about all this. I, I just can't say Cody like jumping ship and not getting promised like a decent push. He was getting a pretty decent push in AEW, wasn't he? Yeah. He was always on TV. No, but that's what I mean with WWE. He's not going to jump ship back to WWE where he has a history of being mistreated and underutilized. He's not going to jump back there if they're not going to promise him 
like that they're not going to mistreat him and they're not going to underutilize him. Surely not. Yeah, time will tell. But uh, yeah, I suppose we'll uh, see what happens there. Only what three EVPs left now, losing their chief brandy officer as well. Well, she wasn't an EVP. No, but she was the chief brandy officer. Yeah, whatever that um... meant. <laughs> Did you see, like, the reports floating around today that, like, everyone loved Cody, but they hated Brandy? <laughs> no. Yeah, like, Wade, uh, not Wade Keller, uh, Brian Alvarez reported that he heard from people, anonymous people backstage at AEW, where um, basically not a single person was sad that Brandy was leaving. <laughs> oh. Mm. Okay, then. Yeah. Um, It'll be interesting because I know that Brandy wanted to get back in the ring. And from all reports, Tony Khan didn't necessarily want that. Oh, that could also be a a, uh, thing where they had a fallout. But um... Yeah, so look forward to Edge and Beth Phoenix versus Cody and Brandy. No, we don't need that. <laughs> It'll happen. I guarantee it. Oh, God, no. Um, I just... Hang on, I'll pull up the WWE roster because I'm just trying to think 20... When did Cody leave? Because you probably know off the top of your head. Oh, there we go, 2016. Yeah, not long after Mania 32. I think it was like the week or two after. Oh, my God, the last time they were in Dallas. Exactly. WWE. Honestly, there's so much about it that, like, kind of makes it poetic for him to come back at this moment. Uh, Have you watched NXT from yesterday? Uh, Same parts of it. Okay. Yeah. Did you uh, see the, uh, the Dusty Cup? Yeah, yeah. Oh, the dusty Bonus. cup. What dusty cup? Why don't they just put it in the dishwasher? Brumps. Uh, Terrible. Yeah. Now that's an RBR joke for any crossover humans there. Um, yeah. So I think like th- there's a lot more fresher matchups for Cody now, especially because oh, it's now, a- yeah. It's a different Cody. Like, even matches he's had before, I would like to see again. Styles? I don't think's happened. So if you want to just keep a quick tally there of how many uh, matches I'm going to list off. Do you have a a pen? All right. Hang on. Hang on. All right. Got a paper. Okay. Yeah. Good. All right. So we're going to go sort of main event level here. AJ Styles. I don't think that's happened before. I think it happened on an indie show not too long. Um, oh, during the list? When he was making his list of everyone? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. You said list and I immediately thought of Jericho. Um, oh, yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. So it was like Cody had just started his indie run and AJ was like on his way to WWE. Uh, Bobby Lashley. 
I think it's happened, but once again, you got to remember, like, the AJ, like, the Cody that faced AJ, the Cody that faced Bobby, like, that's a different Cody still. Like, Cody hadn't figured out, like, his next evolution yet. Because Cody had a feud with uh, Bobby Lashley for the Impact Grand Championship at one point. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, I guess we can throw Edge in there, but, yeah. I'd like to say it, just because the promos would be good. Weren't Um, you the guy who was saying three weeks ago that Edge is doing the same promos going out and sitting on a chair? Yeah, definitely. Like, I'm sick of the presentation of it, and he just needs, he needs a genuine blood feud instead of, like, oh, Miz thinks he's, He's really good, so now I'm I'm spooky in the dark. But yeah, whatever. Uh, Bala. Like yeah, th- that's a good one too. Owens, Kevin Owens. Yeah, that that would be like they've definitely crossed paths before, but like I said, this is a different Cody. Like. It, Miz, even, like, that would work now, especially if they somehow play off the fact that, oh, yeah, this couple versus that couple, and these are both couples that have reality shows and shit like that. Oh, yeah, I forgot about, was it? Roads to the Top, uh, season two coming soon, too, too so. To s- nefarious means. <laughs> Yeah, but it's still like, it's still weird that he's probably going to be in WWE when season two comes out on TNT or whatever. Oh, yeah, that's a good point, too. Uh, Randy Orton, again, just because it's a new Cody. Yeah, that needs to happen. I, I would dare say that's probably like, that's the number one thing I want to see Cody do. Uh,. Let's see, just closing out the Raw roster here. You've got Rey Mysterio. Yeah, uh, it it sort of depends. Like, if Cody is full-on heel, then sure. But if he's babyface, I don't need to say it. They had that WrestleMania match in, was it Uh, Atlanta? Yeah, WrestleMania 27. Uh, Rey Mysterio was dressed up as Captain America for that match. Odd. Choice. Um, <laughs> last couple here, as uh, I'm looking through the list here, on Raw, Seth Rollins. Yeah, it has to be. That has to be top of the list, too. You got to remember, like, like, Seth is the guy that's always on Twitter, like, talking about how, it, how much he loves WWE and all that sort of shit. Cody comes in, who's spent three years trashing WWE. Like, that writes itself, too. Uh, going across to SmackDown, Big E, former world champ. Yeah, sure, why not? Drew McIntyre, former world champ. Former tag team champion with Cody Rhodes. Really? Yep. The dashing, the dashing ones. I do not remember that. Yeah, WWE tag team champions. Okay. Yeah. Uh, continuing through here, uh, I guess Kofi as well, former world champ. 
Gee, SmackDown's a lot lighter than Raw. <laughs> yeah, because SmackDown's literally carried by Roman Reigns in terms of star power. Okay, so Kofi continuing through here. Uh, Roman, of course. Yeah, like has to. Sammy, uh, for the promos alone. Sammy, current IC Sammy, champ. Sammy would be a good first feud, actually. And Shinsuke. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, if Shinsuke drops all the Boogs shit, but he probably won't. Yeah, that's another thing, too. Uh, having a quick look at NXT. Jeez, is there anyone you could see graduating 2.0 in the next six months? Braun? Yeah, well, um, Braun Breaker would be a good fit for Cody. Yep. Because of the history there with their families and shit. Um, mm. Yeah, there's that's a good one. Uh, I think Tommaso Ciampa is called up now, so that's an easy one. Yep. Uh, anyone else there after those two? Or I, I could, like, in terms of the next six months or so, who could get called up? I can see Pete Dunn getting called up. And I could, well, like I said, Champa's definitely already called up. So, yeah, those two guys are possible. Yeah. Um, I don't know. How much longer they plan on keeping Walter, um, no, um, Gumfer in yeah. NXT. Yeah, that but, that has to be happening soon too. But I'd like to see Cody be Walter. Um, again, this is all speculation, but Cody, pretty much if he's leaving AEW, there's only one place he's going to be, or two places he's going to be going. All the indies or WWE. Okay. Um. Yeah. That I, was I, a that was a quick, easy eighteen feuds that we just came up with. Really? Mm-hmm. All right. Let's have a look. What can Brandy do? Uh, she can face Maurice. She can face Beth Phoenix. Um. Well, when Cody's feuding with Seth, she can he can feud with Becky Lynch. Uh, you've got Bianca Bell in air in there, so Cody can feud with Montez Ford. Um, should I keep going? Maybe Corey Graves can come back and uh, she can feud with Carmella. Well, he's rumoured to be cleared, so why not? Uh, you could have Liv Morgan come in and Bo Dallas come back for a surprise appearance. Why am I making all these mixed couple matches? <laughs> you just made me realise um, Cody and Corey would actually make a decent tag team together. Like, just a couple of dudes with... With shitty tattoos and... Yeah. No, they, they'd be great together. They'd be a couple of douches as a tag team. It'd be great. Corey's got an awesome tattoo. Remember when he was on... Oh. Was it Breaking Ground? He was on one of those NXT documentaries I did. I don't think it was the ESPN one. And he's like talk. It's before he realised he um got his concussion and got removed. And yeah. he's like showing his tattoos like he used to do in his promos and it says, stay down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Such a shit tattoo. Uh, let's see. Stay down or American skull flag neck tattoo. 
I mean, they're both shit. That's <laughs> why I said they should be together. Uh, yeah, yeah, fair enough. I don't think there's a photo on here of him with all his uh, nah, but tattoos. they're both tattooed men with um, gr- really flashy suits. Like it'd work. No, yeah, that's true too. Yeah. Okay. Well, I suppose that's all on the uh, the Cody front. Should we go to uh, local news? Yeah, sure. Happened to catch the uh, the Renegades of Wrestling announcement this afternoon or this morning. It goes, it goes, it goes, it goes. Guillotine! Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. As Jonah is coming out for the first Renegades of Wrestling show titled We Are Renegades, uh, Saturday, April 30th from Collingwood Town Hall in Melbourne, Victoria. This is just a short stop away from the Collingwood train station. Now, have you spoken to friend of the show, Warwick, about possibly going to another show? No, but... Uh, when I'm finished recording this, because Eliza just got home, I'm going to speak to other friend of the show, Eliza, <laughs> to see if I can get the all clear to go to said show. That's that's also important. Uh, as mm. we go, uh, so they've just announced, um, I don't think there's very many details released as of yet as I bring this up. Um, but yeah, this got announced 11 o'clock um, Australian Eastern Daylight Time, which is 10 p.m., 10 a.m., sorry, 10 a.m. Uh, Queensland time. Uh, so it goes through to say that Jonah will be making his return since t- uh, first uh, match since 2019. Uh, making his own way. His uh, Australian native is den- definition of renegade. Walking and carving his own path through 2022. We're excited to welcome him home. Uh, tickets go on sale Thursday, 24 February 2022 at 11am. I'm assuming that is Australian Eastern Daylight Time. Yes. Uh, so it is at Collingwood Town Hall, which is in Abbotsford, Victoria, uh, Greater Melbourne. So Abbotsford's the same uh, suburb near Collingwood. It's like adjacent to Collingwood. Abbotsford is where... Uh, Victoria Park is located, the spiritual home of Collingwood Football Club. And if you're talking football, so we say the MCG's in Richmond. It is oh, maybe one or two suburbs northeast of Richmond. So you're right. So you're still in a Melbourne. Yeah. Uh, the the guys behind this, um, Julian James and Chris Fresh, have done the um the right thing. Found a inner suburb. Um, venue that's close to a train station and the ticket prices here I think are very reasonable for a first show. Front row or gold is $50. These are all Australian prices for any of our international listeners. Second row or silver is $45. Bronze general admission and or floor standing is $40. So uh, the old way the MCW shows used to work, I think it was the first two or three seats were reserved seating. And then after that, you had bronze general admission, which would be first come, first served for those seats, and then standing. Yeah. Uh, and then there's also a balcony option here, which is one of the uh, the rare instances in uh, Victorian wrestling where a balcony has a uh, ticketed seating for $35, but comes with uh, restricted viewing. So I'm guessing the balcony might have uh, some posts there in certain locations. 
Uh, this is also an all-ages event, so uh, I'm guessing no drinking on commentary. I guess not, so that's shit. <laughs> but, <laughs> but sure, why not? Uh, you can purchase a ticket if you agree to our code of conduct. I'm pretty sure we went through that already once before. It says basically the same stuff. Uh, that you'd expect a lot of places to say. As we go through here, so Jonah's announced, um, just because this is sort of the last time we'll be touching on them before they announce their show, we look at some of the other wrestlers named. Kingsley, Chanel Phoenix, Jake Andrew Arthur. Commentary team's going to be Julian James, Lindsay Howard, and Lord Andy Coyne. You have the tag team of the Velocities also uh, on this roster. Delta, Edmund the Kid, Tommy Knight, I know he's a he's a favourite of yours. I mean, what was Jonah's last match on the Australian indie scene? It should Who be is, his it should be his first match back on the Australian indie scene. Who is yes. Jonah's apprentice? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, Tommy Knight. Yeah, it, yeah. It, I'm contemplating. Because I like the idea of sitting up on a balcony. I'm contemplating getting the cheaper $35 ticket, but... It means more beer. But if they announce Jonah versus Tommy Knight, yeah, I'm going to try to get front row. Okay, so uh, looking over the entire roster here, again, just to reiterate, any of the names other than Jonah that we have mentioned are not confirmed on this show yet. You have Avery, Lockie Hendricks, Matt Diamond, Royce Chambers, Tali, Cave Minug, uh, Shasa McKenzie, Edmund the Kid, Tommy Knight, Delta, Jake Andrew Arthur, Chanel Phoenix, Kingsley, and the Velocities, Jude London, and Paris De Silva. Who's your tag team to put up against the Velocities? Velocities. Yeah, there isn't a clear tag team yet. I mean, Matt they Diamond did. and... One of his many partners. Yeah, I mean, you can put Matt Diamond with anyone, I guess. You could put Matt Diamond with Kingsley, and it makes sense. <laughs> or, or Matt Diamond and Shazam McKenzie, to be honest. But yeah, um, they need to hurry up and announce Caveman Uggs tag partner. That's what I want. Oh, oh yeah, a bit of a prehistoric death cult. Yes, please. <laughs> and announce Erica Reid while you're at it. Yeah, I miss Erica Reid. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know where they're going in terms of um, wrestling, where they're going, uh, like uh, we see with EPW, PWL, PWA, uh, Intergender, uh, Deathmatch Down Under as well from Melbourne, Intergender Wrestling, or we're going to go a... MCW, Wright City sort of approach and um, men wrestle men, women wrestle women. The next question is, uh, is it going to be streamed live or is it going to be on demand? I think because of, um, oh, who is it Chris Fresh's connection to Australian Wrestling Network? Mikey J. What did I say? Fresh. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Mikey J, my apologies. Um, that uh, I think, yeah, it'll be probably VOD. Yeah, I don't even it, think 
the current MCW people have tried a live event outside of their co-promoted with um, no. PWA. No, no one except for PWA does it live. Um, oh, what is it? Um, uh, Future Wrestling Australia out of um, Sydney also do live events, but the whole pandemic sort of put a hold to any events out of that. Yeah, and I, and I have a feeling in the back of my head there's one other in Australia that does live via like live um broadcast, but I can't remember it on the tip of my tongue. Um, yeah. Other other than that, they um just sort of says here, just anti-bullying, anti-harassment. Uh, if something bad happens, make staff aware at an event. COVID policies in uh safety policies in place. Yeah, I'm excited to see what happens again. This will probably be the last time we talk before this happens. I mean, unless some sort of big crazy match gets announced. But um, I, I ex- think I think we should do a preview Ooh. the week before the show, like when more of the card is announced. That sounds good to me. Mm. We would even include it in our block if you want. Sure. Why okay. not? leave Alex to think about that on the spot um, last little thing anything else you've noticed on the Aussie or Kiwi front at the uh, over the past week or two because I'm trying to check in fortnightly uh, so positively no <laughs> I've seen some things negatively just certain uh, wrestlers that are just kind of toxic online now should we go over this off air? Oh, let's just say um, one of them's a heel living the gimmick and the other one is just not getting booked anywhere and just being a salty prick online. But, yeah, um, all and that sort of caused, like, a heap of people to come out and talk about um, who was it on Deathmatch Down Under? Rochelle Rogue, was it? Oh, yes. Um, she wrestles mainly in Sydney with um, Future Wrestling Australia. She tags regularly with the Buccaneer. Yeah, yeah. And, and apparently some people were being a bit nasty to her online and then everyone started, like, tweeting out their support of her, which, yeah, a few arseholes brought out a few good people, so that was nice. Yeah. Have you seen um, MCW's new logo? Uh, I think, I don't know. I'll bring it up for you. Is that uh, the GCW ripoff logo? Hang on, it's loading. Because my computer is very slow because I have like 16 tabs open to talk briefly about what we're supposed to be talking about. Melbourne City FC. Hell no. No way. Good man. Victory all the way. No, I'm a Perth Glory fan. Oh, Gene, I got to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I went to a game in Lavington uh, and Perth Glory were playing, I think they were playing the Victory or something. Oh, was it the one they were playing Melbourne Hard on and it was supposed was, to start at like two in the afternoon and it was like 40 degrees? It was Melbourne Hard, yeah. Anyway, like, I ended up sitting with the Perth Glory, like, fan club, and I just had the time of my life, so I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to go for you guys now. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay, uh, there is 
the old logo as it yeah. pops up. You know, the classic sort of swish under to underline, sort of on the lean. Yeah. And this is their new logo. Yeah, the Game Changer Wrestling ripoff logo. As it loads up. Well, no, it's not going to load up. Okay, I'll bug you. I said go here. There. I suppose, is it very um, Game Changer? Search up the Game Changer logo. It's just changed a couple of colours. I mean, yeah, it's not as grungy, but it yeah, is. It, it's the same style, man. Look at the W's. Yeah. The W's are exactly the same. I I, I really like the old logo better. This one is like um when you see like a company that has like a really detailed logo or a sports team with a really detailed logo. And then they change someone, and then they're like, "Okay, time to redo all the merchandise. Let's um, let's just go for a minimalistic look." I, I'm just gonna put it out there. I'm not a fan of MCW anymore. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, throwing it out there. What they've been doing lately just does not interest me at all. It's just, oh man, they're just. Picking and choosing the same generic matches oh, we've seen. That's over what and else over I was gonna again. talk to you about. Did you see their um block releases for their tournament? Oh what the heck is their new tournament called? Um The Ascension or some shit. Yes, like yes, Ascension Tournament. Um Yeah, I did say it. Did you see the block uh participants? Yes. It is a lot of PCW guys. It's a lot of it's like the most predictable tournament I've seen. Like, you just look at the brackets and it's really easy to tell who wins each match. Uh, do I have it here as it loads up? I, I like, looked at this video and going, okay, you've got still got so-and-so on your roster. You've still got so-and-so. Okay, this will be interesting. And it's just kind of like, oh, I thought this was going to be like a lot bigger than I thought it was. It's obviously going to end with like corner right now. The final's going to be Em and the Kid versus Anth Caver, and Anth Caver's going to win. Yep. Because like that, there's two people in there that in this entire tournament that they regularly use in somewhat prominent roles. That's Emin the Kid and Anth Kava. And then there's everyone else. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I've seen this and I'm like, okay, this, you know, could be something interesting. And yeah, the first thing that hit me was, this looks like a lot of PCW guys and like, all credit to them. I hope they do well, like with a bigger audience and that. But it's just like, oh, okay. Um, I I don't understand why this um why this ascension thing sort of taking place for like regular wrestlers. And it's I, I thought it was like either going to be. Uh, here we go. The brackets as it loads up. I thought it was going to be like um 
So say someone like um, Ugg isn't in this and that. Yeah. Um... And then I thought, oh, okay, maybe it's going to be a, a short tournament for your, your trainees. This is a 16-person single elimination block tournament. Yeah, it's so... Uh, I hate it. I think it's dumb. Um, you're bringing in all these new faces to get beat. Uh, so we look through here. Edward Dusk, PCW. George Kendo. Oh, I can't say if I've seen him in PCW before. Zane Zodiac, PCW. Wake, PCW. Edmund the Kid, PCW. Jarvis, PCW. Tom Crow, PCW. JJ Ferno, PCW. So most of Block A is former PCW staff. Hector Jones, I'm not sure. Tony Villani, I'm pretty no. sure is PCW. No. Isn't he? Isn't he MCW Academy? That's his whole gimmick. Oh, yeah, it is too. And Rafa isn't. I think this side is like no PCW people and mainly Academy and Zan Wen. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. It is really weird to see, especially when Wrestle Rock last year had that affiliation going to PCW and advertising Wrestle Rock on PCW and having some people from PCW on Russell Rock and the split between Russell Rock and MCW and yeah I have no idea what's going on backstage in Victorian wrestling I'm just putting it out there just from a fan's perspective looking inside it is sort of weird to see for so long companies not crossing line you'd have one or two guys who were like no offense who'd be lower on the um on the card, so to speak, who'd go around here, there, and everywhere. And now it's just like, oh, yeah, that guy gets lots of work on PCW. And now he's over here a lot too. Yeah. Good on him. Good on him getting work. But <laughs> it is weird to see when we haven't seen that for so long. I've always been opposed to indie promotions thinking that they can have a wrestler exclusively. It's fucking stupid, man. I think I think it is in this day and age it is a bit stupid. I think if you have I think in any day and age in any day and age even if it's a fucking champion man like Sam Punk's Ring of Honor world champion in the mid 2000s but is still working like um, IWA Mid-South and is still working uh what should we call it, like CZW and shit like that. Yeah. I thought, like, who is actually in MCW on their roster page at the moment if we actually Fucking go Fucking no there? one. <laughs> As I load this up and Alex already says, no one. Fucking I'm pretty sure Slex no is one. still there. Um, Brooksy. Yeah. Ugg. Ugg freaking fought for, P- for MCW in that PWA warfare uh, World's Collide show. Where I mean, he talent. was the biggest <laughs> heel in PC and in PWA. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. As this page loads, uh, so Brooks is your world champ at the moment. So we take him and Royce Chambers out. Why isn't Ugg in this? He's just there. No, no. I mean, why isn't Ugg in this um tournament? In the tournament. Be- because they're. Putting in the younger guys. 
like the less exposed names, they're not going to... Because this is all going to be shown in... They're all going to be, like, matches in the academy, so... Yeah, I I don't know. They're not going to bust out the big names for a 50-seater show. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. Um, It'll be interesting to see what happens. I just find it weird that on one side you have all these Victorian veterans and on the other side you have someone like Jake Andrew Arthur and one or two other known names and then a bunch of the Academy students. I'm excited to see Morazan Wen in MCW. I loved him in, um, oh my fuck, what was it called? I forgot now. Um, the fucking Underworld or whatever it was. Oh, yes. Yeah. Underworld. Yeah, yeah, I loved him in that. Oh man, where is um? Oh no, he's still there. The other one's not. Anyhow, that's the one. That's one of the guys I was talking about. Oh man, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) should we go into what we normally talk about after going through that massive detour of a uh, of a thing? Yeah, let's talk about um. Where do you want to start this week? We have New Japan, All Elite Wrestling, WWE, Impact, and WA. Mm, okay, let's start off on a happy note. Let's talk about NWA. Okay, so NWA Power number 55 from the 8th of the 2nd, 22. Did you watch? No, but I just wanted to talk about the big news. Okay, so uh, notable thing on... that yeah. isn't a pay-per-view... I'm getting there. Jesus Christ. No, I'm just going to talk about the fact that they've spent like three weeks building up to a show that isn't streamed anywhere. Wait, what? The fucking show Matt Cardona won the title on. You can't fucking watch it anywhere. Did it air as power this week on fight? Oh, did it air this week? I thought it was meant to be a live pay-per-view. I thought it was meant to be a fucking live pay-per-view. Hang on, I'm going to look it up now. Jeez, for someone who you call your boy, you're not very supportive. Well, I was, <laughs> I got up that fucking day and I was like, I'm excited to watch Matt Cardona for the NWA world title. Searched all over fight, couldn't find it. Uh, power. Why is this? Why are you not fucking, oh my God, fuck you, Why are you? Why are you putting it on tape delay when you're uh, fucking uh, and you're sharing fucking videos of the finish of the match before you, before it's even aired? Then hang on, I just got to check if this is actually the the one or not. Uh, I don't think it is yet. Maybe it is. I don't know. It's weird. Well, it is. Yeah. Um, takes on one half and then. Singles match. Yeah. Riveting podcasting. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to look up fight on my app without it playing live. I think that is it. I think it did air this past week. It says it aired on the 15th, so that'd be. Y- yesterday. Uh, yesterday. Yesterday for us. Yeah, that'd be why. Well, that's uh, dumb. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> so fucking stupid. Why do a fucking title uh, change and not at least let people watch it live? 
Yeah, I mean, how dare you change the national title off Chris Adonis and not let us watch live? Hang on, who else won? <laughs> Fuck, no, let's go through these fucking results here because do you even know who Anthony Mayweather is? Fuck. Floyd Mayweather's younger brother or son? <laughs> yeah, they look kind of similar. Really? I don't know. Wait, no, really? Is that Crimson? It's Crimson. <laughs> it's... Uh, oh, goodness. Yeah. So uh, it's it's 2011 all over again. You know, Zack Ryder's starting to get a push and, and Crimson's getting jammed down everyone's throats. Like, uh, Billy, Billy Corgan just loves 2011 wrestling. <laughs> I forgot all about Crimson. Yeah, uh, so fucking, I'm so pissed that they, I was so pissed because I wanted to watch that match live. Uh, and then I couldn't find it anywhere. I'm not talking about Crimson's fucking match. <laughs> uh, Are you talking about Bram quitting to Nick Aldis? I was actually, I've been half interested in that feud. It's been somewhat <laughs> all right. Um... Let's go through the results, because okay. I genuinely want to know what happened here. Okay. Chelsea Gray defeated Kenzie Page. Okay. Jax Dane defeated Eric Jackson. Crocker okay. Cup 2022 first round match. The Fixers, Jay Bradley and Wrecking Ball Lalerski. Lagurski, yeah. Nah, you're allowed to get that one wrong. Defeat the OGK, Taven and Bennett. As much as I don't like Taven, that's fucked up, man. (laughs) That's fucked. The two out of three falls, Kobe Carino defeated Rhett Titus. Singles match of quarter past ten, Mike Knox defeats the Pope. Eight-man tag, Jesus Christ, what is this? Idol Mania Sports Management, Black G's, Jonathan... uh, Jordan Clearwater, Tyrus, and Michelle Rochett with Austin, Rocket, yeah. With Austin Idol defeat Alex Taylor, Kion, Sion. Uh, Sion, Matthew Mims, and Rush Bremen. National title match where Alec, uh, Anthony Mayweather defeats Chris Adonis to become the new national champion. An I quit match where Nick Aldis defeats Tom Lammer. Uh, NWA women's world title match where Camille, the champion, defeats Taryn Terrell. Jeez, didn't think I'd say that in 2022. Taryn Terrell in a title match. Fucking this entire card is, I didn't think I'd say that in 2022. You got straight out of 2007 (laughs) WWECW, Mike Knox versus Elijah Burke. Like, come on. Oh, my God. The new new breed explodes, man. The fuck out of here. <laughs> oh god oh god uh what about your main event how did you enjoy this match in highlight form i fucking watched a fucking 20 minute fan cam of the entire match <laughs> oh really yeah someone posted it on youtube just they're just sitting in the front row watching it and i was like yep i'm gonna watch it Billy bl- you, Billy Corgan. Yeah, well, fuck. I couldn't watch it live, and I wanted to see one of my favourite wrestlers win a fucking legitimate world title, whether it's still legitimate or not. 
the, the fact can never be disputed from your Harley races to your Ric Flair's to your Dusty Rhodes to your Matt Cardona's. And they can all kiss my ass. Did he do that? I wish no. he did that. <laughs> no, he, he will for sure. I guarantee it. He, um, he's already teased on Twitter that he wants to turn it into a spinner belt. <laughs> like, imagine how pissed people will get with that. Goddamn. <laughs> but what's Dixie Carter doing in the front row of the uh sportatorium oh, i'm sorry i couldn't think of an nwa arena oh that's not even NWA. i know it's world chase uh world class uh uh the omni there you go yeah uh <laughs> just taping billy corgan's footage and then erasing it impact oh <laughs> uh, gosh um yeah did not think cardona was gonna win but it makes sense yeah, well, the biggest problem is what happened after the match. Oh, <laughs> what happened? Uh, Nick Aldis came out and challenged Matt Cardona, so LOL, Aldis wins the title again. Just because he owned... And that match is happening in five weeks' time. Uh, so Aldis loves cutting off my favourite wrestlers winning the NWA world title and cutting their reign short, the dickhead. Brutus Magnus, everyone. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, yeah, Alex, you're so excited that Cody Rhodes won the NWA world title three weeks later, oldest wins at LOL. <laughs> oh, Zack Ryder finally won a, world, a proper world title. Oh, no, nah, fuck you. <laughs> what about the GCW world title? I mean, a proper world title that's actually been defended outside of one country would be nice. Hey, the Major League World Series has been defended outside of at least two countries. Has it? Wait, no, just two countries. Yeah. There I was trying go. to think, wait, has it been played in Mexico? No. Um, no. How would you say this match went uh, accounting for fan cam footage? I mean, as good as a 2022 Trevor Murdoch match can go. And as much as I love Bros, as much as I love Broski, he is um, not exactly Kenny Omega between the belt, nor does he try to be. He's very old school in the fact that he just works off the heat. Yep. Uh, it's a man. It, it's a classic like world title main event style match. The problem is. You had a babyface champion that no one really buys into. No. <laughs> like, like, who the fuck's clamoring for a Trevor Murdoch title run? Uh, Maybe in tw- 2008 I was. ECW <laughs> world title run? Maybe it was a United States title run. Maybe you could give that to him for a couple of weeks. But even then, nah. Um, yeah, but this is a fairly bloody match. Murdoch got all bladed up and stuff. But did you notice? Did you see the photos of what Cardona was wearing? No. Hang on, I gotta 
pull it up because this was, uh, I believe, 16 years to the day of when Christian Cage won the NWA World oh, Championship. Oh, yeah, I did see that photo. Yeah, and he wore Christian Cage tribute attire <laughs> for for him winning the NWA World title. So now he's a Christian head and not an edge head. Yeah, we love Christian. We do, we do. Um, it's actually like the same... He wore a similar attire when he won the tag titles with Kurt Hawkins at WrestleMania 35. Was that when everyone was in green except him? I think so, yeah. Yeah, because Myers Myers wore green because of the New York Jets, and then the Revival were in green because fucked if I know why. (laughs) Because of the Revival? Yeah, because why not? And then um, Cardona just came out in white and black and yellow. (laughs) Yeah, but he can because he's good. Yeah, I mean, if anyone says that he doesn't fucking deserve a run as a world champion, like, go fuck yourself, you're delusional. This dude's busted his ass off for the past year. And even though I'm pretty sure it's going to be a short title run, it's necessary. Like, it would have been stupid for Billy Corgan to bring in one of the hottest indie acts in the world right now and uh, not and choose to focus Trevor fucking Murdoch, sorry to keep picking on him, and Tyrus over the hottest indie guy right now. And Bram. And Bram. Yeah, like, fuck. <laughs> and Crimson and Brutus Magnus. And fucking Chris Masters, like, go down the list. Like, I love the Pope, but, like, who who really cares about the Pope in 2022? Pope does. I, I would hope so. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, yeah, okay. So from there, where do you want to go next? Um, I didn't watch any New Japan, but I can bitch and complain about it if you did. Uh, the only things of no Jesus Christ <laughs> IWGP junior heavyweight title match Desperado the champ retains against Watto in nearly 30 minutes it was a fine match for what it was but yeah yeah and then night oh what night was this night 10 of the golden series Jesus Christ never ending Co-main event of Never Openweight Championship, Evil the Champ, defeats Tomohiro Ishii in a lumberjack death match because, I don't know, reasons. Jesus Christ, New Japan, what the hell are you become at the moment? Um, so as we look at the... Go on. You want an answer as to what they've become? Fucking in, insignificant. Yeah. Like... Yeah. You're not wrong. De- developmental for AEW. Developmental for Noah. Yeah, like I've watched I've watched Noah in the past couple of weeks and I've thoroughly enjoyed pro wrestling Noah, to be honest. And this is the same I've thoroughly enjoyed pro wrestling Noah and I learned this week that just before the pandemic hit, 
they were regularly featuring Rene Dupree on their cards. I'm a French man. That guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so uh, and go... I'm, I'm disappointed that he's not over there. Just fucking buy a house there, Rene Dupree, so I can watch you wrestle in 2022. I'd rather watch him wrestle in 2022 than fucking Crimson. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> so as we go through the current champions here, Oh, dear Lord. Uh, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion is El Desperado. Fine. Makes sense. That's, that's that, good. That's a, that's a great champion. IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Champion. Flying Tiger, Robbie Eagle, and uh, Tiger Mask. 50% fantastic. And? And Robbie Eagles. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> just joking. No. Um, wow. Uh, uh, Tiger Mask doesn't really do it for me in 2022. Um, Tiger Mask 4, I believe. He's getting a bit old. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. sure. Like, if this is one last run for him, go for it. Uh, so then we go on to the IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team Champions. Uh, oh, I can't even pronounce it. I'm just going to say they're from Chaos. It's Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi. Sure, give Yoshihashi a belt. He 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 doesn't suck as much as I thought he used to suck. <laughs> okay, continuing on. <laughs> IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship. <laughs> Hiroshi Tanahashi. I mean, yes, the ace is a great champion, but it is the same problem as before. Why is your US champion not in the US during the pandemic? Fucking put you like I I don't know. Is it problematic to say that you should have your US championship on someone in the US or someone who is American or someone uh, who can defend it on American soil? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if if this is gonna lead to we get. We get Hiroshi Tanahashi on Dynamite. I'm fine with that. But if it doesn't, this was dumb. Yeah. Uh, and then the... Oh, yeah, that's right. They got rid of the other IWGP title. I keep forgetting that. IWGP World Heavyweight Championship is currently Kazuchika Okada. Yawn! Yawn. Yeah, this... This title reign does nothing. I think it would have been great to have Osprey get that big win over Okada, give him some credibility, give his faction a bit of oomph behind it coming into this new year. It was still fucking stupid that they didn't fly Jay White out to the Tokyo Dome for Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, yeah, yeah. We can get to that later. Um yeah. <laughs> I just, I, you just reminded me about how much I hated Wrestle Kingdom and how dumb it was that Jay White wasn't there, or any mention of Kota Ibushi, no matter how injured he is. Uh, never open weight championship is evil. Yawn. I mean, I'd rather him have that belt because I don't, I never have given a fuck about that belt. <laughs> out, the out, name. Out, outside of. Um, Suzuki and Aishi having it. Yeah. And, and Shibata, when Shibata had it too. Ah, uh, yeah, good good point. 
never openweight six-man tag team championship, the House of Torture, Evil, Show, Yujiro Takahashi. <laughs> Fine, whatever. Give yeah. them something to do. Yeah, well, like, the fact that Evil has all the never belts, like, really... It's really, like, poetic, because if you ask me, when am I going to watch another Evil match again? My answer is never. So, yeah, he is the ultimate never. Yeah. Uh, Last two championships here. The New Japan Pro Wrestling King of Pro Wrestling Championship is currently uh, the current provisional champion, because they don't claim the champion until the end of the year with this title, is Minoru Suzuki. Fine, do something with him. That's all right. Put Suzuki in a match against Okada. Give this guy a uh, like a world title win. Fucking oh. put the US belt on him. He's more over in the US than he is in Japan. Yeah, send him over on one last big run over the US and just have him kill all the young lions in the U- uh, the LA dojo and send him I, down I to mean... Mexico and. His last yeah. run in the US was pretty monumental. But, um, yeah. Like, they W shit. He had impact matches. Like, yeah, he did some pretty cool shit. He had a match against Nick Gage. And then the last. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that match with Gage. The last <laughs> yeah. championship here, New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong Open Weight Championship is still Tom Lawler after 300 days. Sure. I mean, they need to do something with Tom Lawler, too, because he's incredibly talented and they're doing nothing with him from nothing noteworthy that I'm hearing outside of the New Japan bubble. So he's had this for 300 days. He's had eight title defenses. Mm. The last defense was... um, So since September, he's only had two defenses. Okay, and hang on, let me have a look at this list of the calibre of opponents. Okay, so title final, as I read them out to you, was Brody King. He won by a referee's decision. That's a high calibre opponent. Uh, first defence was against Chris Dickinson, going 21-16. Not as high calibre, but still fairly good. Uh, then was Carl Fredericks, going 18-04. Dropping off a fair bit now. And then following that was Satoshi Kojima going 1608. I love the dude, but he's dropped off a lot. <laughs> following that was Leo Rush going 1619. Nice of him to get a title shot on his 45th retirement tour. <laughs> Guys have it as many two retirement tours as uh, Johnny Farnham. I mean... Leo Rush, I never thought I would compare him to Terry Funk, but there's a lot going on there. Uh, following Leo Rush was a, a total defense against Ren Narita going 20 minutes 14. I uh, mean, yeah, the caliber of opponents dropping off here. And then uh, his total defense in November against Fred Rosso went to referee's decision after 24-28. I mean, he's really good now. But in the end, he's still just Darren Young, man. <laughs> oh, I like him. Uh, <laughs> he's and, gotten really good, though. And his last defense, uh, about a month ago as we're taping this, January 15th was Tyler Rust. Yeah, the um, former member of the Diamond Mine. 
Oh, wow. Wow, I forgot <laughs> that. Yeah. Um, yeah. We complained about this on the last um, New Japan special that New Japan Strong needs, uh, New Japan Strong special, that is, that whilst the uh, the title sort of stateside locked with the uh, the international border restrictions and whatnot, they need to make this the US title. They need to be putting a hell of a lot of importance on this. And most of these are just TV matches. Oops. As I um look here. And then you have your um your strong main events, if I can bring them up. Um, poor old um Filthy, as much as I love the guy, is featuring in like undercard matches in like six, eight, ten man tags where his team is losing. Yeah. Uh I, I like I d I don't know what more to say about this championship other than Good idea, poor execution. I mean, that's just a summary of New Japan of America. Yeah. Uh, when did this title get introduced? Uh, 2020, wasn't it? 2021. 2021. Yeah. So as I go through the uh, the sheet here on Wikipedia of um, featured events, so that's a dojo showcase. What are we uh, meant to be talking about? <laughs> uh, strong and how how they don't seem to showcase Filthy a lot. And as I'm looking through here, he's main evented two, didn't main event that one, and then there. And so he is main eventing a couple of these since they spreaded them out once I introduced that title. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Let's go yeah. back to the week of wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where do you want Bounce 2 decks? Impact, WWE, or All Elite? I didn't watch Impact this week. Um, okay, so only notable thing for me, uh, Impact, as I had it on in the background, that I don't think we've talked about yet since the uh, the last pay-per-view, was uh, Deanna Parazos now your Reina Del Rey AAA Women's Champion and your Ring of Honor World Women's Champion. Good. <laughs> Good. What about, uh, what was it, Roxy? Didn't she sign? She signed with WWE, didn't she? I know she had a tryout. Yeah, I, I, I don't think she's going back to Ring of Honor, and I think that's why they put the belt on Diona. Oh, well, Deonna Ring is... of Diona. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, Diona is a fine choice as a women's champion. She's arguably the best. Bell to bell women's wrestler in the world right now. Yeah, and the, that's the, why... prob- the problem is her promos. That's mm. the one thing holding her back. But her in ring is so superb that yeah, no one can hold a candle to her. That's why I liked um oh not why I liked why I brought it up on the um the awards show that the uh Forbidden Door should have had Diana coming over as Impact Knockouts champ to challenge um Sunny Pia other women on AEW yeah. and stuff like that, but that never really happened. And what is the what, lost cause? What is the one thing AEW can do with that? More tag teams. So what did they use the Forbidden Door for? For one thing, bringing in a tag team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah. Uh, where the hell am I looking? I don't know. I'll deal with that in a moment. You want to talk about WWE? Uh, did anything happen? Uh, I can't remember. I watched uh, it. That is a very good point. 
Uh, Creed Brothers advanced in the Dusty Cup final over Grizzled Young Vets. Uh, but the Creed Brothers do not look like wrestlers. <coughs> they look uh, so shit. NSK advanced over... Uh, Edris Anofe and Malik Blade. Yeah, you're welcome. Blade. So Ray defeated Dakota Kai coming back to TV. Yeah, yeah. They've given Saray a push because she's T.A.H.E. Asian schoolgirl now. Yeah. Actually, since I didn't bring it up, do you know on the Kintai, uh Titantron, do you remember what it says? Uh, evil and indeed? Yes. Yeah. Is that problematic? I mean, the evil part? Uh, just, I guess, in general? I mean, in 2022, the phrase evil in wrestling is problematic as it is. <laughs> but that's more so when the bell rings. Um, I, I guess, yeah, because they're being portrayed. Like, when was the last time WWE portrayed an Asian wrestler as a serious baby face. On the main roster. Like, serious baby face. I don't mean, like, Shinsuke Nakamura right now singing and dancing with Rick Boogs, or, like, Asuka is the women's champion, but she's and she's a baby face, but she's also speaking gibberish promos that everyone's like, oh, my God, how, how crazy is she because she can't speak our language? Mm. Like... No, they don't portray Asians in a positive light at all. So, no. Fuck them. Fair enough. Uh, nothing really to report from NXT UK other than McGuinness <laughs> is still on commentary over there. Okay, that's good to know. He's still employed. 205 yeah. Live is still not changing its name to Evolve for some reason. No, it's changed now. It has? Yeah, um... Well, spoiler alert, the episode hasn't aired yet, but it is now NXT Level Up. I'm sorry, what? That's the new name of the show, NXT Level Up. Y you're joking with me, aren't you? No, it's called Level Up. What's the name of their new recruit recruitment program, then? Isn't that that? Like no. the how they changed their recruitment policy to all the um college athletes and that. Isn't that it? Nah, I don't think so. Okay. What'd you say was NXT Level Up. Level Up. Uh what is the new NXT level okay. Uh this coming from Sports Keta. Alex no. obviously no, knowing there's... something that I don't. There's photos of it and everything. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Oh, I'm just meaning the website that I'm looking at. Yeah. Do I not have screen share on? No, no, you got it now. What the minute. fuck is this? <laughs> I mean, it's better than 205 Live. Is it? Yeah. Dude, this looks like something I could make in MS Paint. I mean, I'd rather it be called this than 205 Live. I mean, uh, I guess. 
it it just sounds so corny. It sounds so bad. Oh, good lord. I don't know. I'll look at the first episode and see what they're doing, I guess. I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> okay, at least Fuck one of that. us is honest. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to watch it at all. Fuck that. Uh, so they're going with the multicolored uh, logo, very similar to 2.0 NXT, but this one, it's spelt LVL space UP, but the space between the L and the U is shaped in an arrow. Yeah. I, I don't know. Whatever. This company. Weird. Uh, Smackdown. I heard there was a return of a uh, a certain Indian staple. Am I wrong? I have no idea what you're talking about. I didn't watch this show. Oh, okay. Well, I heard rumours because I didn't watch Smackdown because I usually watch and I didn't because I was sick. Anyhow, uh I heard apparently Lost the Ferios are now doing a kiss cam gimmick. Oh yeah, yeah. I did say that. I saw <laughs> I saw clips of that online, yeah. Yeah. Uh, why not? <laughs> why not? They're great you... wrestlers, <laughs> like just do something with them. Oh dear lord! Uh, I, I want to watch. I want to go back and watch it and find out what the fuck they consider in 2022 a dungeon style match. Do you think Stu and Brett would be proud of this match? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh my god, Natalia and Aaliyah going two and a half minutes. Yeah, that sounds like dungeon style wrestling for sure. It sounds like the women's evolution to me. You got two and a half minutes. By God, you went ten seconds too long. I uh, I mean, the women got more in ring time than the men this week on SmackDown. Yeah, yeah, that's true too. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, yeah, they did. Um. Yeah, I'm done with Charlotte. I, I have no time for a long cadence promos where she talks down to the audience. And this no. Naomi thing with Sonya Deville, and she has a jacket, but she doesn't, and yeah, fucking end it. Yeah, now Ronda Rousey and Naomi are best friends, and oh. they're, they're teaming up against Charlotte and Sonya at Elimination Chamber, I think. It's like, okay, they seriously want us to believe that Ronda Rousey is the good guy in all of this. As much as Charlotte isn't, but, like, how do you ever expect us to cheer Ronda Rousey after everything she's said about wrestling since she left the last time? And what she said about the fans. Yep. And, And that's, like, the other bullshit she said, put that aside. But just purely in the wrestling standpoint, everything she said about wrestling, about how wrestling isn't like people shouldn't be like glamorizing the fact that people wrestle 300 days a year. I believe the direct quote was, if I fought a UFC fight 300 days a year, I'd be dead. Wrestling's fake. It's easy. Don't worry about it. 
And then she and then she's meant to come back and be a big baby face. Like that's fucking dumb. Dumb, 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 dumb. Dumb, 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 dumb. It's dumb. You're dumb. Exactly. Exactly. Let's see. As I try to see this uh, quote. Just hit enter after. Yeah, that'll do. Oh, yeah, there it is on YouTube. Oh, yeah, that's when she was going, doing, yeah. Now I remember that. JBL <laughs> reacts to it. Oh, I'll, I'll save that for later. Muggle, 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 muggle. We fought on Friday night, muggle. Oh, gosh. Um, AEW Dynamite. Did you watch this week? <laughs> I did. I did. Um, yeah, this was a great episode of wrestling. <laughs> it's. I'm just trying to get out of the negative headspace everything else we've talked about has put me in. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, face of the Revolution qualifying match. Oh, goodness. Um, so we have Isaiah Casty and the Hardy family office in the ring. You know, Hardy's there. Mark Quinn's there, the other member of private party. Jeez, remember when these guys were an exciting up-and-coming tag team? There's a story at hand, I think. And the Hardy family office just sort of zaps the life out of everyone? Guarantee you, in five months' time, the private party's going to be pitting the Hardy boys on Dynamite. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh Oh, that's another thing too. Yeah, Jeff announced they're coming back for indie dates with Matt on Matt's YouTube yesterday, I think it was. Matt's got a podcast now. Oh, is it good? Yeah, it's part of the Conrad Thompson Network, oh, of course. Oh, God, no. But Conrad's <laughs> Conrad's not the host. Who is? Uh, this dude called John Alba. Uh, it's Why do I know that name? He's a, he's a wrestle Twitter guy. Is fairly well followed on wrestling Twitter. I think he's been on post wrestling a few times too. Okay. Uh, he's a really fantastic host, and they sort of like it's in the Conrad format of like they pick a topic and they talk about that. Like uh, they did an episode about Michael P.S. Hayes, which is just you have to listen to it to believe it. Like the story. There's a story Matt Hardy tells about Jeff Hardy getting pissed on by Michael <laughs> P.S. Hayes in the toilets that you just have to hear about. It's oh, fucking geez. hilarious. So, with that being the uh, the teaser for that incredible podcast, anyway, I saw Cassidy's in the room. Yeah. With Mark, right. Mark Quinn and Matt Hardy where where even now? <laughs> <laughs> and and who should appear? Uh Ryan Bearcat. <laughs> oh god. Uh yeah, Keith Lee. Were you excited for this? I was. Okay. I must I'm... I must be the only guy who sort of looked at this and just went, Oh, that's that's cool, I guess. And that's just more me going. I didn't see much of Keith Lee's indie stuff. I saw, uh, I seen him come up through NXT and do stuff, and then he got to the main roster and sort of 
I don't know what happened. He was there. He went home. He came back. He was changed. He went home. He came back. He was fired. So, yeah, to me, it's not a big deal. To people who followed his indie career, I'm sure it's a big deal. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of the match? Yeah, I thought it was all right. I thought it was a tremendous display of making Keith Lee look like a monster. And Isaiah Cassidy, um, like, just bumped all over the place. That beal yeah. that Isaiah Cassidy took, where he just launched himself, like, 10 metres up in the air, that was insane. Like, Isaiah Cassidy worked his ass off to make Keith Lee look like a monster here. Oh, yeah. Um, should we talk about something bad, though? Okay, sure. Do you think the Jade Cargill experiment is working? I get she's only a year to wrestling, but she's having these uh, around 10-minute matches a lot now as TBS champion. I oh. don't know if they're all going as good as they'd hope. I don't think they're meant to be like classics, though. Like, in the end, it's just... It's not a 10-minute match. It's seven and a half minutes more than, like, more than anything. It's her dominating someone for seven and a half minutes. That's... I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Okay. I don't, I don't think it's that enthralling, but what I see in those seven and a half minutes is a megastar. No uh, matter how good she is in the ring or not, because in the end, in-ring work doesn't fucking matter. People need to remember this. If in-ring work mattered, Hulk Hogan wouldn't have been the top guy in the 80s. <laughs> um, are you saying that because of her manager? No. Like, legit, <laughs> legitimately, Jay Cargill's a fuck... Like... Someone posted a video online of him watching Jade Cargill and his wife that knows nothing about wrestling just goes, oh, who's that? And then his wife just sits down and continues to watch it. Mm. That That's what she has. She has that, like, that it factor that they talk about, that Vince McMahon always got, bangs on about the airport test. She has that. She passes the airport test. If you see her walking in in an airport, you're going to be looking at her. Yeah, true. Uh, now, Serena Deep's opponent. Uh, is uh, that... I have no fucking idea, man. Okay. You know, already know what I'm asking, if that's yeah. a famous daughter or relation to one Mr. David Arquette. Uh, it is Katie Arquette. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't think so. I think it's a pure coincidence. But if you're picking that, if that's not her shoot last name and you're picking that name as your wrestling name and you're not being a massive heel, you're, you you got problems. <laughs> uh, oh, it's top search. Uh, Cody... Uh, the, the June case match rumors. Okay, doesn't sound like they're related. Um, no, it's has... not even her name. There you go. Okay, there you go then. 
learning things on the fly. Um, what about uh, Rampage? As we saw, uh, we're, we're, miss- we're missing a lot from Dynamite, dude. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jay White, for one thing. Needs more Kiwi Crusher. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure we're gonna get that on rampage, maybe. Um, now, a, a tremendous main event, and for the first, like with Archer and Hangman, and also for the first time in AEW history, Dynamite opened with a promo that set up a match later on in the night. They've never done that before. Yeah, and when it's done, rarely it works. It felt like a huge fucking deal, man. Yeah. Uh, uh, probably because WWE does it so much. I forgot to mention off the top, but yeah. Uh, now, where is Jay White signed at the moment? Do you know? New Japan. Okay, so he's still with New Japan. Yeah. Have you seen what uh, Tama, Tama Tong has come out and said recently on social media? What's he said? Apparently... I haven't seen it for a couple of weeks, but I did see two weeks ago he said February 1st he's a free agent. Tamatonga is. Yeah, Tamatonga. Yeah, okay, interesting. Um, well, him and his brother are challenging for the Impact Tag Titles, I think, like, next week or this week or some point soon. Yeah, G.O.D. Wait, who's yeah. the current Impact champions? The Good Brothers. It writes itself. Still? Oh, yeah. That would be like a natural um, yeah. thing to go to. The, as... the whole feud has been about the Good Brothers trying to get G.O.D. to say thank you for the royalty checks. Which uh... is... It's realistic. I like it. I like it for a premise for that feud. The Good Brothers just want G.O.D. to say thank you for the royalty checks and the merch money. <laughs> Ain't no one realer than gorillas. But yeah, um, hopefully G.O.D. win the Impact titles and hopefully G.O.D. like finally start making a name for themselves in America. I can't remember uh, like Outside of Ring of Honor, those guys really doing anything of note? Nah, they didn't even do indie shows or anything like that. Uh, Feb 16. As I have a quick look through here, sorry. Uh, Retweeting Impact. 40 did say something. He might have removed it. That occasionally happens. Uh, Oh, well. Doesn't doesn't matter. Oh yeah, that's what he said. I am a free agent since January thirtieth, twenty twenty two. Hashtag myth misinformation. Right. Okay, so, well as much as I would love to say like with Jay White coming into AEW I, oh man, actually, it makes a lot of sense now that the the God comes in as well. Like, you're gonna have Adam Cole and Red Dragon, Jay White and God, and then you're gonna eventually have the Young Bucks with Kenny Omega. 
Wow. Um, you know who that leaves as the remaining founder of Bullet Club still in Japan? Uh, bad Luck Farley. The underboss. I mean, <laughs> I, I would love to say, like, him getting a run in America as well. Yeah, Tokes Farley. I'd love it, man. He's got such a like intriguing Instagram. He's just trying to be inspirational. I can't get enough of it. I just love hearing him talk. He's just got one of those voices that's like kind of comforting and inspirational. Yeah. <laughs> Big fan uh, of Tokes. Oh, well, uh, anything really here of note for you on Rampage? Uh, the Ass Boys. Um, <laughs> the Ass Boys. I'm oh, who says credit. that? That's Danhausen that came up with that. He came up with that on Twitter, and then like they've been like Christian Cage and shit has been saying it on Dynamite. Um, yeah, the Ass Boys came out like dressed up in Shawn Michaels cosplay, which was odd. Yeah, like uh, their entrance gear was very like 1994 Shawn Michaels. They but... are in Texas for this taping. Sure, and I'm. Um, it's just, oh man, they should have come out and. Oh smoking. no, they're not. They're in Atlantic City. Why well, they should Texas because there oh, was a Texas te- death Texas match. Jeff match. Yeah. By the way, that match was insane. Like oh, really, yeah. really good. Best Archer match in a while. Um, yeah, uh, what else happened here? The Bucks and Rapongi Vice, another good little match with Jay Always White Always love coming. to see Rapongi Vice. Just to hear the music, man. Uh, Rapongi, Rapongi Vice, Rapongi Lights. <laughs> yeah, I love that tune. It's a banger. Um, Rocky, so underrated. Yeah, uh, definitely. And then we got Hook. In action, that's all we need. We just need, but I reckon we're almost getting to the point where we start, where we need to see him up against like bigger and bigger names. Are you saying the factory is not big names? I mean, he needs to hurry up and beat QT Marshall so we can move on to something interesting. Jeez, it's been a while since I've actually gone and looked into the factory. Do they still have that big, um, Oh, I can't remember his name. Nick, Nick, Comer- Nick Comerado. Yeah. Has I, I, I haven't seen yet? him. I haven't seen him in a while. I don't know. Maybe he's on Dark. I don't watch that anymore. Dark's um, good just to put on in the background, but you can walk off and not really pay attention to it. Yeah, true. Um, what am I looking for? Stables, faction. See who's in the faction. No, factory. Why do I keep... Who's <laughs> in the faction of the faction? You idiot, Chris. Nick Colorado, Aaron Solo, Anthony Agogo, and QT Marshall are the only recognized members. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, yeah. Hurry up, beat QT Marshall then. I don't think yep. Anthony Agogo is coming back anytime soon. Uh, do you have a TV champ this week? Ooh. Uh... I'm going to have to give it to Lance Archer for fucking busting his ass in that match. 
Also, honourable mention to Jake Roberts because I got to see him hit a short arm lariat on Hangman Page for the first time in years, and then he teased doing the DDT on the floor, but Archer stopped him. That was great. Like the crowd just went nuts for that DDT tease. DDT. Yeah. DDT. <laughs> you want to play twenty one? I got twenty two. Oh, Jake is such a good sport for doing that as well. He could have said, no, fuck off. <laughs> um, oh, do I do it again? And I think I'm going to have to just for the buzz he's created. This past week, yeah, boy, Matt Cardona. The only reason I didn't get, I didn't make him TV champ is because I haven't had the chance to watch it on TV properly yet. <laughs> but yeah. Um, you gave it to somebody who once did an online segment. <laughs> True, true. <laughs> it's just somebody we can shout out for doing something we liked in the in the week. Yeah, true. Um, yeah, but he's on a roll at the moment, man. It's, yeah. It, well, last... What is it? Like, this year alone, he's won the NWA world title, the fucking Impact Digital Media title, and he's fucking won the ECW television title. You take into account the last 12 months, he's also been GCW uh, Universal Champion. Yeah, and GCW World Champion. Uh, lost and won his internet title. Fucking, uh, he's the current AIW Champion. Um, some indie somewhere. But yep. it's meant to, that was one of the hot indies at one point, but not so much anymore. Is doing shit at Beyond Wrestling and he's done some shit at Defy lately. Like, this dude is... He won the NWA World's title and then a day later is posting photos of himself at Disney World in Paris. Again? At Disney World? But this time... Doesn't he just win a this world title? In, in Paris. Like, this time, it, it's not the Disney World that's like down the road from him in Orlando. It's fucking Disney World in Paris. France. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, all the credit to him. If I had yeah. that kind of money to just win a world title and fuck off halfway around the world, I would. Yeah, I guess, like, I just Googled it. It's like a 12-hour flight from America to Paris, so it's not as big of a deal as I thought it was in my head. But that's just because we're all the way fucking isolated all the way here down the ass end of the world. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm just trying to think how long it takes to get Japan. I think Japan's like maybe seven hour flight. Yeah, maybe that. A bit less. Mm, yeah, I, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's that long of a flight for us to Japan, but it's a fucking big one for Americans. Yeah. Isn't yeah. that why they always c complain about it? Yeah. Oh, man. Um, uh, we got we got a Elimination Chamber coming up this week. Oh, and Saudi who mania. Who, who gives a fuck? Um, Roman Reigns is going to squash Goldberg, hopefully. Really? Uh, <laughs> uh, I wouldn't put it past him to completely do the opposite. <laughs> I... 
I don't think Vince would be that tempted with um Reigns title reign at the moment. No. Uh... Although he did do that stupidly with um putting the belt on um who was it? Brian, I think, twice or three times before he won at Mania. Fuck, I just realized we haven't talked about like what was at one point the biggest fucking news story in ages, but it somehow got overshadowed by Cody Rhodes. The rumored opponent at WrestleMania for Kevin Owens? Oh yeah, that was a thing this week. <laughs> yeah. Remember fucking... when that was big news and then a day later, what was that? <laughs> Go on, you talk. So Stone Cold Steve Austin got fucking overshadowed by Cody Rhodes, and that's just fucking hilarious to me. But, uh... You're only smoking mirrors to me. Yeah, so... (laughs) Oh, Stone Cold gonna come back to WrestleMania! He's gonna take on old Kevin Owens! What? Uh, I'll believe... I'll believe it when I say it. I think if that happens, I've said myself, I think I'll feel very much like I did watching Taker and Triple H at Super Showdown in Melbourne. It'll be like, yeah, and then like two minutes into the match, you're like, oh, you're old. But here's the thing. It's Kevin Owens, though. Like, if anyone can drag a decent match out of a almost 60-year-old man, surely Kevin Owens can do it. I suppose the style they share, they're not very uh, high-flying or uh, uh, I mean, technical. So. What, what's Kevin Owens' gimmick the last few WrestleManias? What crazy shit is he going to try to jump off this year? Yep. So he's just going to fly around all over the place and just take crazy bumps with Stone Cold, and Stone Cold's just going to let him walk into his fist. That's yeah. just... How it's going to work, I would assume. Um, like, the rumour is that, like, yeah, the first roar after Elimination Chamber, we could start seeing the build to it. And also the other rumour going around at the moment is we could see Cody debut, like, at some point next week on either Raw or SmackDown. Oh, yeah, so, he's got no compete because his contract expired. Yeah. So... With all that, like, I am actually kind of interested in WrestleMania now. I said, like, a couple of weeks ago, I wasn't that interested. I couldn't give a fuck. But it's it's taken... It's taken... Uh, stealing an EVP from the competition and bringing back one of the biggest names in the history of professional wrestling for me to be somewhat interested. Somewhat. And if that's... And if that's what they're doing this year, what are they going to do next year? Yeah, exactly. And there's another rumor about a big surprise for WrestleMania, and I guarantee you it's The Rock just making an appearance, just he's cutting gonna, a promo. He's going to set a sign on fire and then uh, beat Austin Fury in two seconds. <laughs> if How can he win him? I guess he could like submit him in two seconds. Just quickly sleep a whole tap. Yep. Yep. Okay. Sure. There you go. Um, yeah. I can see The Rock sort of turning up 
the night after Mania to sort of set up a match for Roman next year. Yeah, but does, in that, Hollywood. Mean, does that mean we get another full fucking year of Roman Reigns title run? I wouldn't be opposed to it. I, I wouldn't be opposed to it too, but ultimately the right way to tell the story of the match with The Rock and Roman Reigns is The Rock needs to beat Roman. Because it's like this dude has hijacked his fucking family. Mm. Like the the correct story is Roman needs to get his fucking comeuppance at some point, and the best guy to do it is The Rock. But what is the sense in bringing back The Rock just to have him beat people? That's it's a double sword. It's a double edged sword. Yeah, yeah, that's true. The the biggest problem is that they've been building Roman Reigns for the past two years and have no end goal in sight. Like. They're just building him, building him, giving him heat and heat and heat, but there's no fucking end game. Like, no, the whole point in getting a heel heat is so that eventually a babyface can fucking, you know, thrive on that heat and fucking get a huge moment out of it. But there's no one, there's no one ready for it. No. Uh, so, was, Cody. Yeah, maybe. Uh, the SmackDown this week is taped. So, watch that if you want or don't. I really yeah. don't care. There's a rumored title change on it. Well, not a rumored, but there's a, there's a, there's a fucking title change. So, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I saw um, spoilers of a massive botch involving Ronda Rousey and Charlotte at a contract signing table uh, can you send that to me if you find it again have you ever seen that clip of uh scott steiner and christian in tna where christian goes to slam scott steiner's head into the ring post but he accidentally lets go so it's just scott steiner throwing his own head into a ring post yes it's kind of like that except uh ronda rousey Throwing Charlotte's head into a table. Didn't I say last week these two won't work well together and the match could fall apart? I mean, yeah. Yeah, this is going to be rough, man. This is going to be a rough WrestleMania season. Especially when when they insert Brandy Rhodes into that match. (laughs) Charlotte versus Ronda versus Brandy. Oh, sorry, Aiden. <laughs> oh fuck. Um um okay, quickly, going through elimination chamber here. I don't really care, but we'll just read off the uh, announced matches. There's eight announced as of this recording. So right. going top to bottom, we have Ray Mysterio with Dominic versus the Miz with Maurice. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Um I couldn't give two shits about that match. Do you think Ray comes out in his custom Louis Vuitton attire? I think uh, Dominic Mysterio turns on Ray. And what there they build up to a singles match at Mania, father versus son, because they've yep. sort of been teasing that. They, they do fucking father versus son, mask ver- hair versus mask or some bullshit like that, and then or fucking career match or some yeah. shit like that. Okay. Uh, following that, 
women's tag team match of Charlotte Flair and Sonya Deville versus Ronda Rousey and Naomi. I mean, uh, the correct thing to do here is to just like have Naomi get a visual victory over Sonya finally and put this shit to bed. But that's not going to happen. <laughs> They're going to be the afterthoughts in this. Yeah, probably. A women's elimination chamber match for a WWE Raw Women's Championship match at WrestleMania 38. So it is Liv Morgan, Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, Dewdrop, Mickey ASH, and Alexa Bliss. I mean, Alexa's big in-ring return after a long time. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what this new version of Alexa is. I have not been watching those segments she's been doing, but I've heard they're awful. They uh, are. They are. Yeah. Uh, I just hope she just goes, fuck it, and she comes out as the goddess Alexa Bliss, like just like 2018, like, women's champion Alexa Bliss. In her, do that again. In her garbage bag sized poncho t-shirt and full length pants. Like just fucking... Because they're in Saudi Arabia. Oh yeah, fuck. <laughs> and we're going to have three women's matches on a Saudi show for the first time ever too. That's kind of cool I guess, but it's progress. <laughs> Who do you see getting this WrestleMania match against? I'm going to assume it's still going to be Becky because Becky's versing Lita later in the night. I mean, I would love it if Lita won later. That's something but new and exciting. I would fucking love Lita versus fucking goddess Alexa Bliss. That would be great. <laughs> they can fucking do moonsaults together and, you know, just... Be fun and shit, but that's not going to happen because Bianca Belair is going to win this match, and if they're smart, they're going to put Bianca Belair over, and she finally gets her revenge for that SummerSlam atrocity at WrestleMania. You do realise if they didn't do that at SummerSlam, they wouldn't need to spend the entire WrestleMania season trying to repair Bianca Belair. I mean, it's WWE. They always think... Their whole method is the babyface has got to get the the big title winning moment at WrestleMania. They can't just have a babyface defending champ successfully at WrestleMania. That's too lame for them. Yeah. Uh, match number five is listed uh, going up is Drew McIntyre versus Madcap Moss with Happy Corbin. In a Falls Count Anywhere match, you think Warwick will be staying up late to watch this one live? So, like, as I mentioned earlier about uh, Drew McIntyre's former tag team champion <laughs> that you had no idea about, uh, Warwick and I are probably the only two people in the world that remember it because it was both of our boys coming together to win the tag belts. <laughs> And, like, we loved it. We thought that was the best tag team ever, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, this whole Drew McIntyre versus Madcap Moss and Happy Corbin thing kind of seems like Drew McIntyre needs a partner for WrestleMania. Okay. Uh, 
What about? Yeah, go on. I mean, we need a fucking reunion of the dashing ones. A fucking three-month tag team that no one remembers from 2012, but I'd I'd love it. Drew McIntyre wore red trunks during that era. <laughs> oh, he didn't. Really? Yeah, man. Hang on. I'll... The dashing ones. WWE, sure. But yeah, no. Uh... Uh, oh my god, he did too. <laughs> yeah, bright red too. <laughs> you, wow. you go look at them together. That's a fucking, that's a handsome tag team right there. Oh goodness. Uh, <laughs> then is Roman Reigns the champion with Paul Heyman versus Goldberg in a singles match for the Universal Championship? Uh, I think the consensus is Roman retains. Yeah. Uh, then is the Usos, Jay and Jimmy Uso, the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, uh, versus the Viking Raiders, Eric and Ivar for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. I just realised what they're doing. What? The Usos with Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar with the fucking Vikings, because Brock Lesnar literally looks like a Viking now. But and he where's... used to play football for the fucking Minnesota Vikings. Where's he from? Minnesota. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, two sort of uh, big championship matches here as we go into the last uh, two matches announced. We have Becky Lynch versus Lita for the Raw Women's Championship. It'd be good to see Lita get one final run, even for a week or two on TV, and then Becky wins it back. And, and then, then you Brand- build into... Beats Lita, yeah. <laughs> Brandy, Becky. Uh, so, no, I didn't say Becky. I said Brandy for a okay. reason. Jeez. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, just, then you go. Just, just look forward to the WWE version of the Nightmare Collective with Brandy, Dewdrop, and Tamina. I'll bring that up in a moment. Jesus Christ. Okay. Who'd you say? Brandy, Dewdrop. Dewdrop is what awesome Kong because she's muscle. Yeah, and, and then, um, Tamina's that other chick. What was her name? Mel or whatever. That was oh, in so the you've night. got two muscle <laughs> instead yeah, of cause, Mel. Because uh, there was that tall chick that was in the Nightmare Collective, and she shaved her head during an ad break. Yeah, yeah. So Tamina can be that chick. Well then, she's tall as well, so why not? Who's gonna play Lufa? Oh fuck! There's so many good people you could fucking turn into a Luther. <laughs> Shit! Japanese uh, deathmatch legend Lufa. No, f- fucking Akira Tozawa. Fuck it. Okay, they're done. <laughs> uh, last match listed here as we just go to stupid mode because it's getting late. And yeah. no beers yet. At least, no beers here. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was going to say, speak for yourself, buddy. <laughs> the Elimination Chamber match for the WWE Championship is going to be Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley versus Seth Frickin' Rollins versus 
Austin Fury versus Matt Riddle versus AJ Styles. Um, kind of confusing, right? I can see this going one of two ways. The point you brought up where Brock wants to win this title to take it over and face Roman and try to win Roman's title as well. Yeah. Or you have... Um, like, what, what, what could possibly be Bobby Lashley's mania match? He Just faces like, Brock one night and Brock faces oh, Roman the other night. The fucking uh, double dash for gold or whatever it was. The New Japan style, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I, 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 I don't know because Seth was feuding with um, Roman last month. Austin Fury's practically Mr. McMahon's sidekick. Riddle's stuck in the tag division. Styles just got out of the tag division. The thing Did is, you go that Lashley they, and Styles? They haven't even had Austin Theory with Vince since the Rumble. Yeah, I know, but that's where I associate him with because of that. No, th- that's the thing, though. It felt like they were building up Austin Theory to something and they've just completely dropped it. <laughs> yeah. Which um, sort of makes me believe that, yeah, the whole Shane McMahon thing, Shane was definitely meant to be Austin Theory's opponent for Mania. Yep. Oh, man. Um, oh, yeah, I suppose Shane's gone. What the hell happened there? Did we even talk about that the other week? I don't know, man. Um, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's a shoot, but it's going to become a work. Oh, my God. What happens if they're just trading EVPs? Shane's going to AEW. <laughs> Cody's coming to WWE. What would you rather see in Dynamite? Another Cody promo or Shane McMahon coming out? Can Shane come out with Ted DiBiase as his manager? Oh, man. <laughs> oh, if you man. know, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here comes the money. Ha, ha, ha. Money, 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 money. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Oh, P- I put them together just because they both have money in their theme song. <laughs> I I don't know where you put freaking Bobby Lashley if he wins. I mean, yeah. unless you're going to go to Seth again, but that I mean, seems boring. I mean... Well, I guess the rumour is Edge is going to have AJ. That's something I haven't seen before. Yeah, I would would like that. Yeah, yeah, a million times. AJ was part of Christian's coalition. Oh, God. (laughs) Uh, One day we'll talk about forgotten TNA stables. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, Top five most forgotten TNA stables. Is this the point where we plug uh, a future upcoming review we're doing where I've selected the TNA one-year anniversary show? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll be doing that one soon. I just finished watching it last night. It is the fucking most insane thing ever. Fucking a tag team of the Sandman, D'Lo Brown, 
and Frankie Kazarian. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, man. Um, what the fuck is that? So we'll be talking that. We're talking... Oh, speaking of wrestling and uh, connections to reality TV, we'll be talking Survivor Season 7 Episode... 11. Something. 11. Yeah, it's... Uh... The Johnny Fairplay fucking loved ones <laughs> visit episode. I'm actually, I don't, I don't, sh- oh, fuck it. Let's just tear down the fucking curtain here. I don't know when we're recording that episode, but. Yeah. I'm contemplating whether or not I should watch the entire season leading up to that point. <laughs> do you want to do that and we can record that next week? <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. Cool, dude. Just might as well just go for it and watch the entire season. Because it's watch one it. of my it's one of my favorite seasons, and like it has the best like episode one of any Survivor season out there. The, yeah. Because they start off in a fucking town. Okay, okay. They, we'll we'll save it for later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, fucking Johnny Fairplay, fucking Mick Foley, dude. Love. I mean Rupert. <laughs> um, yeah, it's all good. They've uh, legit. There's enough wrestling connections on there. There's a dude that looks like Dude Love. There's Johnny Fairplay who's quoting Ric Flair every fucking uh, every confessional. Man. And then there's literally a guy on there whose last name is Savage. <laughs> oh man! All right, well you better wrap this up because we have gone long. Yeah. Given the yeah. uh, the news today, uh, where can the good humans find you and the uh, Smack It Down podcast? Yeah, check out the Smack It Down podcast at Sid underscore Pod on Twitter. But uh, what do you have coming up on there? Uh, or what future... was your last episode? <laughs> uh, we got we got a future chat coming up with Joel Bateman. It keeps getting rescheduled and rescheduled. You know. Uh, He's kind of busy with Deathmatch Down Under at the minute, so that's fine, I guess. I just yes. really want to hurry up and meet the dude. <laughs> <laughs> so he can uh, uh, barbershop you uh, through the window and take back his seat? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's either that or, like, we shock the world and unite against the other two. <laughs> Uh, uh, the old Russo, sw- the old Russo swerve with the steel chair. Oh my God, he's gonna hit him! No, he turned his hips. <laughs> um, but you can find me on Twitter at Fruities Alex on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, search us up on Facebook, Wrestling Ozstar with an AUS. Search us up on Instagram and Twitter at Wrestle Ozstar, and you can find Chris at at I'm Chris Funder on Twitter. Come and tell me why my opinions on wrestling suck, including Cody and his neck tattoos. You can come watch me game four nights a week on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash Chris Funder. You can go back, listen to the entire Wrestling All-Star archive for free on SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher. Uh, tune in and using the RSS feed found the show notes below for your podcast choice, including Apple. Nothing left to say, but good day and we'll speak to you next time.
uh, the first person to DM me on Twitter giving me an honest critique of my latest pay-per-view on Fugs, I will send you a free plush Earthquake John Twe- John Tenter toy. <laughs> Quick, I need to get in on this. <laughs> oh, wait, no, I'm a host. I'm excluded from this competition. Because if I can get honest feedback on Fruity's Ultimate Game Show, that would be great. Ooh. Earthquake, John Tenter, plush toy. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> I'm showing it on the screen right now. The uncle of um, Donnie Mako. <laughs> <laughs>